0: welcome to the lug Nuts podcast it's what the bible says
1: good morning episode six seven i want to say episode seven of the lug Nuts podcast six is it six It'll be one or the other. It's in the title, so it'll be fine. It's oh, Wow. <laughs> you know and we don't. Yeah. Uh, so today I'm joined by Joe. Hello. And Steve, we are missing Kenny today. We miss Kenny. We do miss Kenny. He, mm. he even got a new chair, and it's just empty. Like, it's so sad. <laughs> but anyways, we are dealing with swing or stove, from what I understand. Yes. 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 Okay. And I,
0: when I gave you that topic, did you have any idea what direction I was going with this? The title really confused me. Good. Because I was like. Okay.
1: And but then you followed up with a little description. So okay. Like, okay, maybe I get it now.
0: All right. Well have you ever had a an idea that at the time it seemed like a really good idea, but then it went really wrong really quickly. Any anybody want to share uh, you got a you got a story about something? Anything? Nothing on the spot. Okay. I just know I've done it a lot. Okay. I think we all have it. That, you know you say you look it looked good on the drawing board. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then the actual implementation of that. It went south really quickly. So several years ago, this is when we were working down at the new building. We were hanging siding, and we were all done with the siding. We had some extra siding left, so we put it on um, the truck, and we we're going to take it back for credit. And uh, so I got my truck, and the siding is hanging off the back. So I take a bungee cord. Anybody know where this story's going with a bungee cord? <laughs> yeah. So uh, so I put, I put the siding hook it on one side of the tailgate, and pull it. Now, we've all done this, where you pull it to the point where you realize it's not going any farther, but somehow you think that maybe Jesus will just help you to get the divine pull. Uh, Josiah, you know what I mean? Yep, just to stretch it, that one inch that you need. You just need it that night. And and so (laughs) I'm pulling, and I'm pulling, and I'm going, hmm, this just isn't. I go, maybe if I got down at eyeball level... And pulled it. Oh, oh my okay. gosh! That would that would be that would do it. That would do it. And so I got down and I stretched it and I stretched it. I went, just Josiah, like, you know, I'm just like, like just like a quarter inch, and all of a sudden the other end lets go. And that was a thick, one of those black heavy rubber with the metal clip on the end know what i mean the really good that ones. was a serious bungee wow okay. yes it wasn't like just a stretchy one with a little bit of that little loopy thing on it <clears throat> and that thing let go and hit me right between the eyes now three things i thought about number <laughs> number one, the first thing that went through my mind was that's gonna leave a mark uh because it just in my glasses it just you know ruined that second i thought man that was really dumb And third, uh, man, that really hurts. That really hurts, all right? And so where I'm going with this is that the Bible says, let's take a look at at Galatians chapter 6, that choices have consequences. Choices have consequences. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. says this, do not be deceived, God cannot be mocked, a man reaps what he sows, okay? So if you pull on a bungee cord (laughs) that's not supposed to be stretched more than two feet and you're trying to stretch it to three feet, what really should I expect? More than likely pain. Pain. More than likely pain, all right? So the Bible is full of just illustration after illustration of the fact that our choices have consequences. But this morning, here's here's the direction that I want to go is not so much about us and our personal choices. It's how do we help other people around us when we see maybe some of the choices that they aren't making are particularly wise choices, okay? Now, what is... What are some of the concerns or problems that you have when you see another person go in a direction? You go, man, I don't know if that's a really a good direction. What are some of the things? That's just the audience participation here. What are you thinking about when you see a good friend especially that's like, man, they're really heading in a bad way? What are some of the things you guys think about?
1: I think of, well... It's a little painful to watch someone like mm-hmm. go off in that direction, and you're kind of like, "Oh, I, I can't do anything," or maybe you can do something, and you just won't do it because you can't work up the courage, or whatever the case is. But it's it's painful to watch someone go down a path that you don't want them to go down,
0: and you don't think is best for them. Mm-hmm. Josiah, anything else you're thinking about? Cause I think you part of what. How many people? Let me say, Josiah, do you you just like wake up in the morning and think about? I hope I can get into some conflict resolution and confront another brother in the Lord about his sin today. Do you wake up with that that desire? No. No, not at all. What? what why, why don't most people wake up with that desire? It's not generally a pleasant experience. Right, okay, yeah. But yet the Bible talks about uh, wounds from a friend can be trusted. But that's hard, isn't it? Yeah, it really, really is because... You know, sometimes we say, oh, I love this person so much, I don't want to hurt them, but yet we see them going off in a, in a direction that is really not um, a, a good direction. And, or maybe we have seen them go this path before, and we're going, Ugh. there they're going again. So what do we do? Swing, stove. So let me guys use some tea. Let's turn to Proverbs chapter 19. I'm just going to talk very practically this morning about how do we help uh, another brother or sister in the Lord. Proverbs nineteen nineteen. When we see that there's some poor decision making that that's going on, Proverbs nineteen nineteen says this: A hot-tempered man must pay the penalty. If you rescue him, you'll have to do it again. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. So Nick, when you read that, what what is that verse saying to you? Just just initially, what, what's that verse coming across? That someone with intense anger, that's what my mind says, mm-hmm. um,
1: is going to be someone that continually repeats what they do in terms of an
0: offense. So mm-hmm. getting hot-tempered or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the word there, hot-tempered, means angry. It also means somebody who's not a quick learner. Somebody's not a quick learner. So do you guys think I learned a lesson about bungee cords? <laughs> What do you think? I would hope. <clears throat> yeah, I would. I would hope. Okay. Now, are there sometimes are there people that <clears throat> you correct and you help them, but they just do it over and over and over again? Okay. And sometimes we just rescue them. What is a good um, teaching tool as far as me getting a bungee in the cord? What what really is a good teaching tool there? <clears throat> Starts with a P, ends with an N, has an A-I in the middle. <laughs> Would that be pain? Pain for 200. Pain for 200. Pain is a great motivator. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, yes. yes. Isn't it? Pain's a great motivator. None of it's like pain. You know, it just depends on whatever might be going on. Pain is a great motivator. And so the Bible says in this proverb, Proverbs chapter 19, 19, a hot-tempered man, a man who's hot-tempered, maybe angry, but more who's not a quick learner, what must you let that guy do according to the text? What's it say? Bear the penalty of what he does. Yeah, he's got to feel the sting or the pain. Now, Nick, you already talked about this. How easy is it to watch a brother or sister in the Lord do something that's really painful? It's not, it's not easy at all. Mm-hmm. And what do we want to do a lot of times? We want to help or fix it or do something in order to control it more than likely. Right. Now, let's not say we're going to look at somebody doing something mm-hmm. really stupid and say, okay. <laughs> You're gonna, but the point is, the natural tendency when you care for another person is to rescue them from harm, rescue them from pain. But yet the Bible says a person who's not a quick learner, they must feel the sting of that. That's why I, we we started with Galatians 6-7 and talking about choices have consequences. Now, Josiah, according to that verse, what's going to happen if you keep rescuing that person over and over, it's just going to keep happening. Yeah, and and do we all know? Now I don't know I know plenty names here. Do we know people <laughs> that they know what they ought to do? It's very destructive behavior, and you've tried to help them, but they just keep going back to it. Keep going oh, back to it. Going back to it. absolutely yes. Okay, so here's the swing. This is a swing issue. Right, so um, my grandchildren were out and were playing on the playground. I have a playground behind, and they've all been there. Uh, and let's say they're on the swing. And instead of just sitting in the swing, they're standing in the swing going, Papa, look at me. I'm like this. Now, my natural inclination is to tell them what? Don't do that. Sit down. Mm -hmm. If you don't sit down, something bad is going to happen. All right? Now, if I continue to do that, how often are they going to stand back up in that swing and do that? Just say, what do you think?
1: they probably
0: will keep doing it. Keep doing it. They're not going to learn a lesson until they feel the sting of that decision. So, what do I as a grandpa need to let happen? Need to let them fall once. Somebody needs to fall. Yeah. Somebody needs to fall. Now, I'm not going to let them fall off of a 20 building, 20 story building here, <laughs> but the background, you know, but my playground in my backyard is In a controlled situation, there's probably only one way you're going to figure this out. And as a grandpa, that's hard because my normal tendency is to protect and shield my children, my grandchildren, from hurt. But yet, probably, according to the proverb here, if I keep rescuing them, they're just going to keep doing the same thing over and over again. That's a swing issue. So in you guys' lives, what you've got to figure out is that brother or sister who's in the Lord Is this something that I'm rescuing them from the pain, the consequence of of the choice, and I'm just going to have to keep doing it over and over again? And it can be something just as simple as you don't get your homework done. And sometimes there's probably parents out there that do their homework for their kids. Are you really helping them? No, you're not helping them at all. So that's the swing issue, all right? Now, you say, okay, what if I've got someone who is really, really involved in something that is is not a good thing that's going on. Let's take a look at Proverbs 24:11 because this is the other side of this. Proverbs 24:11. It says this, "Rescue those being led away to death, hold back those staggering towards slaughter." Now, if my kids are swinging <laughs> on a swing that's about a foot off the ground, are they probably going to be led away to death or staggering towards slaughter? What do you think? Probably not, probably not, okay? But if they are out playing by the road, now, according to what we just read, what's one of the ways that they might figure out never to play in the road again? Josiah?
1: Well, probably get hit. Get hit, but, get run uh, over. <laughs> but you wouldn't
0: have that problem ever again. Right, <laughs> right. You see where I'm going with this? Okay, so that swing issue is... It eh, might want to have to fall off. But here's the evidence. Where does the stove come in? All right, so we all know that a stove is hot. Right, and, and so let's say the stove is on, and I see my two- or three-year-old, I don't have them now, but let's say when they're young, I see them going towards the stove, and they're going to put their hand up, and they're going to touch the hot stove. Now, again, according to Proverbs 19, 19... I can let that happen. Do you think they're ever going to touch a hot stove again? Absolutely no, not. Probably not. But am I going to, according to this proverb, now go ahead and let them touch that hot stove? What am I going to do? No, no, no. I'm going to. I'm going to, in this situation, rescue them because they're being led away to death. I'm going to hold them back because those are staggering towards slaughter. So now that's a stove issue. This is a person. In your world, that is getting ready to run off that proverbial cliff, and so we don't ever let people run off a cliff. We do not. That's a stove issue, and you guys know what stove issues are. That's more when you get into addictions of some kind. You know, whether it's drugs, alcohol, pornography, um, you know, violence, whatever that. You know, maybe the crowd that people are, are, are running with. Okay that is a good friend, we need to step in, because if you go over to, and I just referenced it, take a look at Proverbs chapter 27, <clears throat> verse 6. And that's where this one comes in into play. Proverbs 27, 6 says, Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. Wounds from a friend can be trusted. Um, we need to do our best to help that person that we see is being led away to to death. Now, does that mean that we can always stop them? No. And for those of who are listening, both the boys are shaking their heads. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. It doesn't mean that at all. But does this passage, Nick, encourage us to go over the edge with that person who is running towards death? Ooh, that's a good trick question, isn't it? Okay, yeah, that's a that's that's a good question. Are we to are we to go over the cliff with that person? Does God expect us to stay in that pit? But I'm going to go over that pit with you. Let me answer that for you. That's that's kind of a loaded question. I would say no. Okay, I would say no. God is not, and I say that to people. Listen, I, don't s- stop here. You're heading towards a cliff, and I can't do anything as far as helping you with that cliff. But if you're going over that cliff, I'm not going over with you. I'll be with you, help you, be there to pick up the pieces. But as far as that's concerned, there's only so much that that I'm going to be able to do. So that's the stove issue. Kind of a heavy topic this morning. Mm -hmm. Because I think right now all of us can think about maybe a person right now who we love dearly, whether it's a family member, whether it's a brother or sister in Christ, it's a co-worker, whatever that might be, who they're just in a bad place right now. Or if it's not somebody we know, we know a friend who's got a friend mm-hmm. who's in a bad place right now. And one of the things that I believe, I'm hoping that our podcasts are, are, are helpful for people are some tools that we're going to put in their toolbox and say, okay, well, what's going on here? And so now you guys can help counsel in this situation. So, Nick, you've got a person who just over and over and over just keeps doing the same thing, and we're rescuing him, according to what we first read. Oh, the choir is there! So we're going to have to wrap it up. We're going to have to wrap it up. So according to our first uh, Proverbs nineteen nineteen, what are we going to have to do as far as they're concerned?
1: Going to have to let them endure some pain for a little while.
0: Yep, all right. But Josiah, if it's something where we're staggering towards death, what are we going to do? Pull them back from the cliff. Yeah. To the best of your ability. To the best of our ability. To the best of our ability. Okay. So that's the uh, conversation for today. Any final thoughts as far as that's concerned? No, I'm good. Yeah. Never can tell what direction we're going to go with that. So, all right. So, last question. Did you guys get your uh, desserts? Did not show up. And I
1: know my cousin (laughs) listens to the podcast. So I'm just a little disappointed. (laughs) Well, to say. That side of the family is having Thanksgiving today, so I will have a report next week.
0: Nice. God answers. I will be happy to report that I had a piece of pumpkin pie that just got buried in whipped cream. Nice. (laughs) It just got buried in whipped cream. So, hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. Uh, We hope that you enjoyed I hope it was very helpful. And as always, we sign off with Jesus Loves You and... So do do we. we. So do we.
1: Hey everyone, this is Nick from the Lugnuts Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you did, you should go check out the rest of our episodes on our website at ccflapaz.com. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Also follow us on Instagram at ccf underscore podcast. Thanks for listening, and we hope you listen next week. Don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we.